Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Oz. My name is Sam Kozlowski. It is the 14th of March. On today's podcast, we're going to be looking at the Ukrainian capital city of Kiev. It seems to be a strategic stronghold in this conflict. A lot of focus in the news is on this city and why the international community is so concerned. But before that, Zara, what's making headlines this week? The New South Wales government yesterday announced a $25 million mental health support package for those in flood-affected regions. Mental health clinicians will be deployed to assist the needs of the northern New South Wales community and $5 million in grants is set to be given to non-government organisations to deliver trauma and recovery programs. In a meeting with reporters over the weekend, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said 1,300 Ukrainian troops have died since Russia's invasion. During the meeting, Zelensky also called for a ceasefire to start peace talks between the two nations. 81 people in Saudi Arabia have been executed in a single day. It's believed they were convicted of various crimes, including murdering innocent men, women and children. And that's according to Saudi Arabia's Interior Ministry. It's one of the largest mass executions carried out in a 24-hour period in Saudi Arabia's history. And today's good news. Over the weekend, Australians came together to raise $25 million in the Australia Unites Red Cross Flood Appeal Telethon. It was broadcasted by TV networks 7, 9 and 10. The original target of the telethon was $20 million. As 64 kilometres of tanks stream towards the Ukrainian capital of Kiev, citizens in the city of 2.8 million are desperately looking for a way out. Ukrainian forces eager to set up humanitarian corridors for citizens to leave the city are being met with shelling attacks on those very corridors by Russian troops. Sirens and explosions continue to fill the soundscape of the city. The fall of the capital city is, in the context of many other conflicts in modern history, a very pivotal moment of conflict. Sam, is this moment getting closer? It does seem so, Zara. The satellite images that we spoke about do indeed show this enormous stretch of Russian troops heading straight towards the capital. We've put those images up on our Instagram yesterday. And that's important because up until this weekend, those vehicles were stationed well outside Kiev in the last two weeks. We knew over the weekend that this was a significant movement of Russian troops because we saw Western nations like the US and the UK who spoke with grave concern about Russia's movements into Kiev. We heard specifically from the UK's defense ministry who said Russian ground forces were 25 kilometers from the center of the capital. This was then backed up by the US defense officials who confirmed the movement of Russian forces. They said in a Pentagon briefing, we do assess that the Russians are beginning to make more momentum on the ground towards Kiev, particularly from the east. Then this was all compounded by the fact that Ukrainian officials came out and said that the city was ready to fight and that Kiev would stand until the end. It was quite dramatic use of language there. And another Ukrainian presidential advisor noted that Russian forces had been halted in practically every Every direction by airstrikes, rocket fire and ground attacks. It's often pretty hard to think practically, I guess, about a city being invaded and how that actually happens in the space of a night. Do we know how Russian troops are positioning themselves outside the city? There are some really helpful graphics 
doing the rounds on social media that shows that there's a clear Russian front coming from both the East and the West. And it seems to be that the combination of fronts is the really key part of this story. The Kiev Independent, which is one of the major independent news outlets out of Ukraine, is reporting on information from the Ukrainian armed forces that Russia is sending more military power to both of these wings, and they're essentially trying to surround the city. We know based on satellite images that Russian forces have been there setting up these camps for the last two weeks, but these camps are now moving forward. Okay, so we've covered what's happened over the weekend, but if we zoom out more broadly on the invasion, what's the latest update from Ukrainian President? So the President Volodymyr Zelensky has given quite regular media briefings to both domestic and international media over the last few days. And over the weekend, he shed some light on the number of troops who've died on his side of the conflict. He says that 1,300 Ukrainian troops have died since the invasion started. He also claims that between 500 and 600 Russian troops surrendered to Ukrainian forces on Friday. However, as we're finding with international media reporting about the conflict, it's often hard to verify some of these claims. Here is a clip of the president speaking to reporters on the deaths of the troops. Keep in mind that this is an English interpreter. 1,300 people military died from our side and 12, 13,000 died at their side. I'm not one to 12, uh, this ratio. I'm not happy about that. This is doesn't make me happy or glad. What have other leaders in Europe said? There was a pretty major phone call over the weekend between French President Emmanuel Macron, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and Russian President Vladimir Putin. We don't know too much about what happened on that call because neither of the three parties offered a adequate description. What we do know was that the call went for about 75 minutes and both Schultz and Macron unsurprisedly called for an immediate ceasefire in Ukraine. A French presidency official said that they didn't detect a willingness on Putin's part to end the war and that's very revealing of the tone of the conversation. There's also been some footage that has recently come out, which is said to be the mayor of the Ukrainian city of Melitopol being allegedly kidnapped by Russian forces on Thursday local time. Do we know any more about that? This was one of those clips that really dominated the internet over the weekend. It all came from a Telegram piece of footage uploaded by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Interesting to note there, Zara, that he's using Telegram really effectively in this conflict. And that was the clip that it was claimed that this mayor was kidnapped by Russian forces. Zelensky said on Telegram that the city's community is demanding his release. According to Ukraine's interior ministry, this mayor was led to an unknown location with a bag over his head. And then according to some Ukrainian online newspapers, Russian forces arrived on the second day of their invasion into the city of Melitopol. And since then, the mayor has been one of the key figures of defiance against the invasion and has led marches in the street. It's believed that this led to his arrest. Russia is yet to comment on any of this. That's all we have time for today. It is, of course, an ever-changing situation. And as Russian forces advance on Kiev, this is not a conflict that is going away. It seems to be intensifying, if anything. We'll be sure to update you over on our Instagram at The Daily Oz and keep you abreast of any new information that we learn about this conflict. 
Let us know if there's anything in particular that you have any questions about or you want anything clarified. We are always here to explain what is going on in the world. Have a wonderful Monday.